Yeah, that that yeah, that was my new favorite thing this week was uh, people in the Milford Borough posting pictures of Mark Zuckerberg and what a scumbag he is and how he steals all your information. I'm like, you're on Facebook, you dipshit. <laughs> hey, I was shocked. Twenty percent of the population didn't know who Kamala Harris was. Really? Twenty oh, percent of the population don't yeah. pay any attention. More than yeah. that, actually. Yeah, I've had to explain to twenty percent of the people that I've spoken to what the census is. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah. So 80% knowing her, that's a huge name. All right. It is 901. I'm going to get started. Okay. Awesome. Even though I feel very ill prepared. <laughs> we'll be fine. I believe in us. <laughs> yeah. Don't two of us got some uh, gloating to do? Yeah. Oh, sure. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, August 11th, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can post to our Facebook page, tweet to us at ProfaneArg, or... Join our Patreon, and you can join us on Discord, where we record the podcast Tuesday nights, right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and chat with us live. In the middle uh, of the new sandwich. The sh- <laughs> Sorry, right? <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle of the new sandwich. <laughs> Tuesday. Forget it. Just cut it out and go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, der- I derailed you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> This week we'll be talking about. Uh, uh, I I don't. I tried to be funny. Trump going postal. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Uh, you might want to cut that out too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and that's first... all this week. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, it's all it's all downhill from here, right? That's right. Okay. Uh, Satanic Temple. We an announcement was going to be made last week, and we had no idea what it was. Um, so what it was, uh, the Satanic Temple made an announcement that they are saying that abortions are part, uh, first trimester abortions are part of the fundamental tenets of the religion. So they are saying abortion is protected under religious grounds for members of the Satanic Temple. Wow. And, nice. and they, I like it. They made a cogent argument too. It was based on you know three of their or two of their they're not uh, fundamental tenets. They said this tenet says this, this tenet says this. So it's completely not just gaming the system, but it is completely you know true to the, the religion. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a really strong move. I yeah. I think it's great. I th- I think a lot of people might be. A little reserved at trying to use the argument because they don't want to be as you know associated with Satan. But um, as we've discussed before, if this is your first time listening, the uh, Satanic Temple is, does not believe or worship Satan. They don't believe in Satan. Uh, they don't believe in God. They pretty much are atheists that are trying to promote a better way of living and doing so by following the example the fictional example that Satan set uh, when he defied God. The religious so, right might might not bother them on this, thinking they don't want any of these Satanists to reproduce and just be like, have all the abortions you guys want. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Your little spawn babies. 
No, it's more about controlling people. But they're pro-life. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's more about controlling people. So, no, they're they're not going to want any because they're got to force them into Christianity. That's that's step 17. We're on only on step 14, so. Mm. And a few details about this state law implemented uh, some different burdens on the abortive act such as mandatory waiting periods, uh, requirements that uh, practitioners withhold certain medical information, compulsory counseling, required reading materials, unnecessary sonograms, uh, listening to the fetal heartbeat, all these different things states have tried to impose, and the Satanic Temple is saying all of these things go against our our religious beliefs, so none of them can be applied. So, uh, yeah, it's a strong argument. Mm. See, this is what I like. These are people who are using the football donkey kicker rule to their <laughs> advantage for good things. <laughs> Well, it's using exactly. the it's using the religious rights arguments against them. I mean, you, you're saying you know freedom of religion, and all right, it's, it's just some religions. Okay, let's talk about the Constitution now. Sure, the Constitution may not say anything about the lack of religion, but it certainly says the the. Um, I mean, it's, it's implied, but it's not nearly as clearly stated as the one about you know you can practice whatever religion you choose. Very true. Yep. And they are flush with uh, ability to sue people, so mm. I I wish them the best of luck. So, big news today. I think we're just going to start there. We're jumping uh, right in? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Biden announced who his uh, VP is going to be, and it is Kamala Harris. Jared, give yourselves a big old pat on the back for that one. You hear that? Pat myself right on the back. Yeah. Pick on that one. <laughs> I think uh, I feel disappointed that I didn't see that coming <laughs> in myself. Not that I, you know, I, I can now that it's been said aloud. And after last week, when you explained to me how uh, Senate seats are filled when someone else goes to do a different job, uh, it, you know, it became more plausible. And I read a little bit about it today. And I took a good long look at Kamala Harris and being a, you know, racist white guy steeped in privilege. I recognize <laughs> the fact that. While she is technically black, she is not black enough to frighten or offend me. <laughs> so that makes her even more appealing. Jamaican Indian, yeah. Yeah, that's sold. You got me. <laughs> and married to a white guy. Mm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she's, she, she's one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I believe that's laced with sarcasm, just in case nobody... Yes, uh, if, you, if you don't understand what he's saying. But those are all <laughs> the reasons why she was picked, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, plus she's not not terribly progressive. She has a strong history. Nope. Hmm? Trump says she's one of the most liberal senators there is. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he would have said that. He, he wouldn't have said that about Don Jr. if he was the VP pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Like, do, do they actually get together in the Oval Office and come come up with the most unbelievable lie possible, and that's what we're running with? No, it's that he's got nothing. Mm. Yeah. Or it, I doesn't, mean, it doesn't matter who he, who Biden picked. That's what he was going to say. Because lies don't matter, remember? That's true. Plus, Biden-Harris, that just sounds like a, a good ticket. It's, yeah. it's a name that you know. It, it You know, it doesn't – I don't know. There's no weird alliteration. I should have considered that when I thought Bass was going to get it. Mm. Biden Bass, that's no good. <laughs> that's, that's. I mean, 
It's got ass in it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even consider that, too. Oh, That's not yeah, good that at would... all. You can't have that. That's the same reason <laughs> that it couldn't have been, like, uh, that Lance Bottoms lady from Atlanta. Mm. Biden Bottoms? No. Oh, no. <laughs> they no already, they already call that. us demo rats. I mean, we uh, can't get many more. Uh... Can't give Trump low-hanging fruit like that. No. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it does. It, it, listen, it doesn't matter who you picked. They would have said that because yeah. it's just like when they're trying to come up with a plan for something. They're like, "Well, we don't want the Republicans to think it's too liberal," and we're like, "They're going to say that about it no matter what you do." So just do it. I, I think she. She. I think she is a good choice because she is, is center enough that um, you know the the independents won't mind voting for her, and she's left enough that the the liberals won't mind voting for her. And plus, she's a, a woman of color, which is you know. That wraps up a whole demographic. She checks a lot of boxes. She does, yep. and she, she is she, smart. Yeah, and she ma- she makes it easy for any conservative who might not be voting for Trump palatable to vote for them. Yeah, because uh, she was a hard ass when she was a DA, Attorney General. But yeah, no, she wasn't. She she was also a district attorney somewhere. Oh, she might yeah, have been. That might have been before that. But either way, yeah, yeah. you know, and um, she's 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 very pretty. She looks presidential. Yeah. She's very well spoken. Yeah, very well spoken. Even though I'm not a big fan of hers, like, mm. damn, I wouldn't want to tangle with her in a court mm. or or under any questioning. <laughs> I'm going to be pumped to have uh, <laughs> Maya Rudolph back on Saturday Night Live oh, for yeah. the entire fall season. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I mean, do you remember when Hillary Clinton announced Tim Kaine, and everyone was like, "What? Who? Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, like." Already, I mean, I mean, all these news outlets must have had all their pieces written up on each candidate that was in the running because they're like, already they're like, is this going to help him or is this going to hurt him? I don't know. I heard some black people don't like her. You know, it's it's already starting. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, it's not going to be a hundred percent, but I think she does. Like you no, said, she I does mean, check a lot of boxes. Can't, you can't discount the ye vote. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> please. I do like the fact that I think it says something important about Biden that he did not discount her because she plastered him in um, one of the debates. It does say a lot about his character. It does. I mean, it, and it says something completely contrary to um, Trump's character. I mean, anybody that, um, you know, went against Trump like that would never see the light of day. But Biden went, mm-hmm. I can learn something from this. I can you none know, of the, none take of my legs. I don't think any one of those guys, except for Ben Carson, he really was barely in the debates. Right. Like, to say anything, like, anybody who shit on him, like, granted, they would eventually toe the line because they're cucks, but, yeah. I mean, damn, even Ted Cruz up to the end was like, vote your conscience. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but nowadays, he's right. You're right. My dad is a serial killer and my wife is yes. hideous. I love you, Donald Trump. <laughs> Just please keep me in power. <laughs> yeah. I, anybody remember Chris Christie? Yes. <laughs> what, what role did he have in the White House after all that ass kissing? Oh, nothing. <laughs> he did have a role um, pre-inauguration, um, and he was um, filling out the cabinet, and then Trump yeah, he was part of the transition. Yeah. yeah, he was part of the transition team, and then Jared Kirsch was like, uh, he put my daddy in jail. Yeah. You want to get rid of him now? Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. You don't need any but more than just family. <laughs> Jesus, even Rudy Giuliani didn't get a spot, and he's no. still towing that line. Yep. Not sure I why, did like the but... one comment that one of our patrons said on Discord. Uh, we'll say that the uh, the Pence versus Harris debate mm. is going to be so satisfying to watch. I'm going to break out the extra special lube. <laughs> <laughs> that caught my attention. Yeah, <laughs> first first black VP choice ever 
versus the whitest motherfucker to have walked this planet. <laughs> Are they even going to be able to uh, to have a debate? I mean, she's a woman. Can he be in the same oh, room? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Will mother allow it? Well, maybe she'll be in the audience. Yeah. But I think you're underestimating Pence's ability to say nothing in a lot of words, though. He is actually pretty good at spouting acres of nonsense. Oh, yeah. He he can do it way more coherently than Trump can. Yes. Like, he's, it'll whenever be, they- it, It'll sound good, but it'll be the most bland nothingness yep. that you can oh, imagine right. which you actually analyze. But at least Pence took the time. He read the books. He read the manuals. Right. <laughs> he knows what to do. Yeah. If you would just read the books and the manuals, then you'll know that the debate's just just gonna he's just gonna win. Yeah. He's he's the white Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> he's got the charts. <laughs> well, Pence is the, the classic role of of the preacher. He's you know says what you want to hear, and he says it many times over and over and over again without actually saying anything. And yeah, you know Kamala the Harris qu- is going to bring up point after point after point, and he's just going to let us wash over him. Yeah, it's all going to be plat. It's going to be well. What is your response? Do you think your response for COVID was great? I think America is the greatest country in the world, and if we pull together, we can do anything, and we're going to do this, and we did it, and blah, 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 and she'll yep. have actual facts. And Yeah. I mean, I wish it was the two of them talking to each other. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Mm. <laughs> They'll be talking at each other. Yeah. I mean, she's going to come at it with facts and figures and data, and he's going to come at it with platitudes, and both will declare that they won, and she will be right. <laughs> and And exactly, Jeff, no one's mind will change. It will still be entertaining to watch, but yeah, nothing's coming out of it. Well, she gives a good debate performance. She could, you know, energize some people. She can energize the independents and the undecided, sure. Yeah. Because she is really good at it. She'd just come out there and be like, Mama's going to take care of you all. And I'd be like, got my vote. (laughs) (laughs) And then my pets will be like, smoking's not bad for you. (laughs) Where's my check? (laughs) (laughs) So I threw this in here before that announcement was made uh, about uh, Tammy Duckworth. I have an article from the Religion News Service that uh, she described – and the reason I mention it is because she was on the the list as well as a possible uh, VP. But um, she described herself personally as a deist. Hmm. And I find that interesting. If you're not familiar with what the term deist means, it means you – Kind of, you you think there's likely, there's probably a god, but not necessarily a, any particular god, and you just, you think there's like a guiding force to the universe kind of thing. Um, not a whole lot of uh, politicians are willing to even say that anymore, even though most of the founding fathers describe themselves as being deists. In any case, I thought that was uh, interesting. I still like her. I think she's uh, a good senator. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think she would have been a great VP pick, but... Um, for totally different reasons. Well, I don't think that she has um, the name recognition yet. Biden Duckworth. Eh, Could have worked. Hey, I'm just happy it wasn't Tim Kaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec lately, and Tim Kaine reminds me of the Jerry of the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I hate to say it, but picking a woman does... It, it is it's meaningful to people to have somebody on the ticket that looks like you. Same sex, same color, or whatever. She, it, it, it's going to energize a lot of people just because it's not a white dude having her on the ticket. Yeah, I don't really think this is going to hurt him in any way. Obviously, it's not the pick we all would have wanted, hmm. but neither was Joe Biden. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, Karen, you were, you were Biden all the way, right? <laughs> no, no. I, I think, I, I think he'll be fine. I think he, he's even said that he's a bridge to the next generation. 
he's not going to do anything outrageous. He's just going to get his back in order again, if it happens. <laughs> well, if it was held today, he'd probably win, but who the hell knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole, what, 80-some days left, so mm-hmm. I think he needs to continue his current running for president campaign the way he's been doing it for the last month or so. Sit at home, keep your mouth shut, and just write it out, because Trump won't, and he the more he opens his mouth, the more stupid he sounds. The, I don't know if you guys have been watching the last couple announcements that he's made. He is He seems worse. Yeah, he does. He storms off the stage a lot these days. Well, when, when women keep challenging him. <laughs> yeah, when he's touting that he passed a fucking law that Obama did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what was it? A couple of days ago, the, the reporter asked him, well, why are you lying about that? Because that's not true. That was something that Obama passed in 2014, and he went, poo, gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, bye. he changed his tune on that. Did you hear his his rationale? No. no. I, even, though, even though it was already in the Affordable Health Care Act and part of law. Oh, that's different. He right. He made it an executive order. <laughs> so that is equivalent. I heard I was listening to somebody that like, yeah, we all know murder's illegal, but he didn't make an executive order about it yet right. <laughs> that it's legal. That was about the yeah you know, no the pre-existing conditions. Oh, that's right, that's right. It was on the pre-existing conditions. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. She was asking about the you know the I forget what the name of the bill is, but it was the Veterans Choice Bill. Mm, okay, he's bored. He's fucking bored. <laughs> and he knows he's going to lose, so he's sad. <laughs> Today he was storming out when they were trying to ask him about the fact that he personally and Ivanka both donated to <laughs> the Kamala Harris campaign funds. And uh, yeah, he didn't want to answer any of those questions. No. <laughs> when? When she was running for Senate? Yeah. Not for president. Um, but I guess it must have been. But that's when he was running for president. No, it wasn't when she was running for president. It was previous to that. No, no, no. When she, when she was running for Senate, he was running for president, wasn't it? Maybe it was Attorney she, General. She, mm. Maybe it was for Attorney General. Let's say this, she, is, this is her first? I believe this is her first four years in the Senate, which she got in oh. in 2016. I think. I could be wrong. Either I, way. I thought yeah, that I was like the that case. He made campaign donations to her. Yeah, yeah. I thought Seems that, shady. Uh, I thought it was 2016 that they had said. Yeah, uh, that's, I, that's what Jared is claiming. That sounds perfectly plausible. I just... That he was making donations to her campaign while he was oh, campaigning no. for president seems... Two, oh, 2000, he, 2011, 2013. That makes more okay. sense. Okay. When she was running for attorney general. Okay. That is hilarious. He but did he not want do- to answer that question. But he also donated no. to the Clintons. So, I mean, I, I don't see how that... And that didn't hurt him. Yeah, nobody... I think the fact... Nobody believed that. Like, I don't think... The people that I've talked to and my work, they just don't believe that. They don't think did that they, uh, he did, donated money to the Clintons. Didn't the Clintons go to Ivanka's wedding? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, there's photo proof. Either way, <laughs> I think part of the problem with Trump is is that he's got – there's just no – like, what are you going to say about Biden? You know, you could bring up all this Ukraine shit, but nobody believes that anymore. And I'm surprised he's not – it's still trying to go down that route. They're going down this radical left route. That he's an arm of the of the AOC <laughs> arm of the government, which is just insane. Um, and then he picks Kamala Harris, which is what are you going to say about her? She was tough on drug addicts and kids who didn't go to school. <laughs> that's right she up your hates alley. Weed and she hates truancy. They go hand in hand. Yeah, that's right up your party's alley, pal. You know, <laughs> is he going to make up what cute nickname is he going to make for Kamala? Mm. Kamikaze Kamala. Know. No, no, I don't Not think racist. it'll be alliterative. Mm. Crazy, yeah, cra- crazy oh, Kamala crazy. could work. Cra- that's, right. Yeah, it's too easy, but so he'll go for that. <laughs> too but, easy, Sleepy Joe. I mean, <laughs> it's a crazy Kamala. Kamala. 
Uh, well, uh, even people are saying Sleepy Joe's not bad because they're like, people want Sleepy right now. They yes. want somebody that's just going to chill the fuck out. <laughs> um, but they've said, uh, someone was saying like, Dan, he better be real careful with what he says about her because that could polarize blacks against him if they're not already. <laughs> yeah. I think the the 1% of, of um, yeah. blacks in this country that he carries are people of color in this country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But he, he had a press conference today. As soon as Joe made the announcement, he had an emergency press conference, and he said she was very nasty. She's a nasty, <laughs> nasty woman. Nasty woman. Yep. Nasty yeah, woman, and she, and she ran a, a horrible campaign. Any uh, <laughs> any woman who comes up and challenges him or and speaks their mind, they're, they're, they're nasty. And mm-hmm. I think in his mind, any woman who's not subservient and in the kitchen is nasty. No, it's not that. As long as you're kissing his ass. You could be doing none of those things, but kiss his ass, you'll be fine. Reminds me of um, my mother every once in a while would tell me when I was a kid, that's not very ladylike. <laughs> nope. Gonna do it anyway. <laughs> He's only got a few insults in his bag, in his arsenal. Mm. You know? Well, he only has a few categories of people in his arsenal. I mean, there's the people, there's the sycophants, there's mm. family, there's the um, the crazy ones, and, and the mean ones. He's a I very mean, I, simple man, it turns out. I can only hope that the Biden campaign thoroughly vetted her. Make sure nothing's going to pop up in her past. I did hear, I believe it was on Worst Week Ever, Jeff, you might be able to, that there are rumors swirling around that she kind of slept her way to the top. I could be wrong. That so sounds that like fake might, news. <laughs> uh, that might come up. Listen, they'll latch on to any fucking crazy ass rumor. So, I'm sure. a, I'm a, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter what the truth is. They'll just make shit up. So, right. I mean, and again, is it going to affect anybody in here or anybody listening to this show? Nope. No. You can tell me Kamala Harris fucked her way all the way to where she is, that she fucked Joe Biden to get this pick. <laughs> and I'll be like, well, I'll still vote for her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was totally reasonable and totally what I hoped for. I'd be like, I'm kind of into that. That's <laughs> I might, yeah, I might be more apt to vote for her. <laughs> Woman's ambitious. <laughs> All right, uh, so I did want to uh, follow up on a conversation we had from last week. So if, if you hadn't got the chance, on our Facebook page, our resident uh, patron, Alpha, uh, who's a libertarian, did comment uh, quite lengthily about uh, the comments that we made about, well, not really the comments about jo- Joe Jorgensen so much. But uh, the Libertarian Party in general, because I, I would say not necessarily about her, because he started off with, do I have any illusions that Joe has a chance in hell in, of winning? No. Do I think she would make a good president? No. But do yep. I think she would be better than the other two? Yes. <laughs> so I'm not I, I, I it's definitely not a defense of, uh, of her, but more uh, a defense of the, the Libertarian stance. And I wanted to hit a, a, a few points from there so the one thing that uh, well a few things that he said that i uh, totally get um the t- two-party system doesn't like it it's toxic did make the comment that people on either side just hate the other side doesn't matter what they stand for i i hope that doesn't necessarily apply to uh to what we say on, on or to us because i think uh i think we've been clear that there are there are a lot of republicans that we would vote uh over vote for over trump Hmm. but um in any case one point he made was that at least five percent of the votes would uh would get the libertarian party on the stage for the next uh election so i i get that i i totally get that here's the thing i don't want to 
continue an argument. I just want to make sure that I'm clear about a couple of the points I had made. And uh, so I just want to hit those real quick. Um, he made a comment about throwing away your vote, that he's sick of the you're throwing away your vote argument. I don't think that uh, anyone who votes libertarian is necessarily throwing away your vote. I, I think that it's imperative that we get Trump out of office. So mm. I don't think you're throwing away your vote, but I think we really need to get – I think he's the worst thing that's ever happened to this country not being figuratively saying that in any way. So I just, I think that that needs to happen. I would agree um, with that. I mean, over, I, I think that is a, a an imperative over um, ideology and hopes for the future, honestly. I mean, it, if you want to encourage people in California to, to, to vote for the Libertarian Party, I think that's reasonable because no matter how many Libertarians vote for Joe Jorgensen, Biden will still carry California and all of the... Um, so you, I think there's a way to get the 5% without impacting the vote. That I'm perfectly fine with. Because having somebody else up on the stage during the debate, that's a worthy thing to do, I think. And I think I agree with that part of it. Yeah. But it's I, I absolutely disagree with what Alpha just said, though, that each election cycle is just as dire. Oh, no. This one is way beyond the pale. <laughs> yeah. And I, oh, I think it gets increasingly dire. True. So they may have said that last time because Bush Jr. was the worst president I could have possibly imagined. And then Trump happened and it was somehow worse. <laughs> True. I mean, they do say that each one's the most important. but And that's just rhetoric, to be honest with you. Mm. You know, like, I don't know what state the country would have been if John McCain had won instead of Barack Obama. Right. But I'm sure it wouldn't be that much different. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure if anybody else had been elected this past election cycle, we would not have 160,000 people dead across the country. Right. And while, I, again, and I, maybe I just need to make this clear because I do think most of the time when you vote third party these days, you are throwing away your vote. Mainly, you're just telling me you just don't care <laughs> when it's having said, no, hold on, Alpha, hold on, Alpha. Uh <laughs> But I do not believe in a two-party system, and I just feel like right now in this time and place is not the time to fight on that hill. Mm. That when when the stakes are not this high, like, shit, I wish there were five fucking parties, yeah. you know? But, you know, and then it's funny. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, you know, no matter how you slice it in this country when an election goes by, 50% of the people are usually pissed off mm. and have to go along with what the other party want or wants, and these days it's radically different on either side. Right. I you want a make, moderate party. I want the party right. that's in the middle that has a reasonably sized um, uh, military and has reasonable social programs. I want reasonableness. But, now, <laughs> but if you think about it, though, if we have three parties or four parties, and now so the say the winner of that captures thirty percent of the vote, and that's the max because the other seventy is spread out amongst the other three. Now, doesn't it almost feel like less of a majority is taking the the, the country in a direction? Mm. Is True. democracy just bullshit? Is there no way to fix this? <laughs> like, how do you do this? Well, like, it's either 50 or 70. I, you know, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I think that there's been too much importance placed on the highest positions in the country. I think we need to refocus on um, the local parties and the local representatives and uh, up through the state, up through the, you know, your senators and representatives. In the House of Reps, but because really you are way more impacted by your local government than you are by who the president is most of the time, minus COVID. <laughs> well, I mean, I get your point, but at the same time, this president has completely torn apart 
the environmental laws uh, has t- completely uh, d- every aspect of the Constitution. <laughs> it's just a complete shit show of he's tearing apart every piece of government that actually does something beneficial. So, and also not to mention just not doing anything about the virus. Yeah, and stacking the deck in his favor, putting money in his pockets and then in his friends' pockets. Yeah, yeah, and we just let. I can't stress this enough. These people work for us. Yeah. Right? yeah they're supposed we're, to. Yeah. We're not choosing kings and queens who rule over us and make these decisions. If they don't like our, if we don't like the decision, I don't know, get out in the streets and try to avoid the hit squads that Trump has. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do your best. Sneak around. Wear black. I mean, we literally have federal agents being sent by the Trump administration to peaceful protests and Picking them up off the street and putting them in a van. I mean, unmarked. Mm. You don't even know who they work for. This is, it is not right. This should not be happening in a democracy. Agreed. There are, there are, there are small pockets at the moment, but there are small pockets of fascism in this country right now. For sure. And for sure. That is not false. We are, when we talk about on this show, when, you know, Putin and other leaders are like, oh, well. Just because the Constitution says I can't, you know, be president indefinitely, I'll just make myself prime minister and then switch the importance of those roles. I can I can fix the Constitution. We are moments away from that in this country. Yep. Moments. And everybody's pretending like, yeah, that'll never happen. We're fine. Every new extreme is, oh, that, that can't happen. That's fine. Oh, well, it happened. Mm. Well, that's okay. I'll just move on to the next plateau of not worry. Future me will deal with that. <laughs> mm. I mean, and again, this fight's not over. Shit. I mean, one, they're saying we may not know the, the outcome of the election till a month after Election Day. Sure. Which, as Americans, there's one thing we don't like to do is wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we wanted in prime time. The hell, the last yeah. one was bad enough. We didn't find out until after midnight, and that was outrageous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look what, remember in Iowa when they're like, oh, sorry, it's going to take a few days. What? <laughs> you <laughs> fucked everything up, Iowa. <laughs> we got nothing to talk about tonight. And you know that's what's going to happen. The moment they say that it's not going to be, you're not going to have a decision that night, Trump's going to say, see, it's, it was all fraudulent. Mm. I'm sorry. He wouldn't, he wouldn't say that. He can't say fraudulent. It was all a fraud. <laughs> He's already <laughs> saying that. I forget. You have to speak at a sixth grade level. Yeah. yeah, and Bill Barr is backing him up on this. Again, I, I, I don't understand how this system works, but this is just going to get messier and messier. Yeah. And in all honesty, that right now I don't want a third party messing it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's go back to libertarianism for... Sure. Um, I'm going to wrap this uh, several different points that he made up kind of together. Um, he talked about Social Security, uh, healthcare, education. I'm going to kind of wrap those all up together because I just have like one kind of global argument. But he says the, the one argument uh, that he said was that Social Security is bullshit. Uh, when has anyone ever given the government money and gotten more in return? I want to be able to take my money and invest it as I see fit. And I, I totally see where you're coming from with that argument, but I think my problem is allowing everyone to control their own investments. It, it sounds okay until some people fail mm. and they're left, you know, at the retiring age with nothing. In we, which case, the government will have to take care of them. <laughs> well, but we've think- actually seen this in the past that people, uh, after working for their entire lives and then not being able to work anymore, haven't been able to have anything and what there were sanitariums, there were workhouses, workhouses. there were 
all these government funded things. So when people do, when you allow that to happen and people don't succeed, they still have to be taken care of. I'm not, I'm not talking about, you know, letting the old people die of starvation. That's not going to happen, but your tax money is going to have to pay for those people anyway. So the idea of social security is that there is a, you know, there, there is a foundation of, well, at least you will have this. And it is, I mean, you, most people take more out of social security than they put into it. The idea is as the population increases, the, you know, the youngsters behind you pay for your retirement. And that, that's the whole basis of, of how it's supposed to work. And it has worked fairly well. It's not ideal, clearly, but, um, that is the, the foundation of how it's supposed to work. I mean, the the other side, the other possibility is that um, there are some people in this country that think that if you don't manage to be lucky and save enough money for retirement, that it's fine to let the old people starve. And that's the place where some libertarians go that I cannot follow. That for me is, is, is a bridge too far. I mean, that, you know, rugged individualism, too far. Not to mention, isn't the, the statistic that most families are on a $400 threshold, meaning that any $400 emergency could put them in debt. Right. And that, that's Did actually just- happening right now. All of those people, those 14 million people or whatever the number was that lost their jobs, they're getting kicked out of their houses next month. There's going to be an enormous number of homeless people um, hitting the streets in the, in the next couple of months. What are we going to do? Yeah, I'm not even sure. I mean, we're facing a huge uh, housing crisis that I don't, the government's not preparing for. And I don't think the housing the housing industry can even handle it. That it's just no. not going to. It's not and, going to be handled. I don't know why it's going to be bad. And Trump has already stated his side of uh, what he thinks should happen. He tweeted that, um, "Don't worry, um, suburban people. We won't let those low-income people into your neighborhood." He tweeted it. So we already know what he thinks should happen to these people. I thought he was talking about black people. <laughs> <laughs> just undesirables in general. People that can't pull themselves up, up by their bootstraps or are the wrong color, are the wrong religion, are the wrong whatever, or didn't so assu- hell just didn't vote for him. I'm assuming Alpha not a big fan of UBI or Medicare for all as well. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, with the healthcare argument and the education argument, um, I mean, my whole point is there needs to be a basic minimum, mm. and that basic minimum shouldn't be shitty. Like uh, the the one statement that I've heard libertarians say is that, well, if there's a shitty school, then don't send your kid there, send them somewhere else. Well, that school exists because for some people, there's no place else for them to go. People can't afford to send their kids to a private school. Or, so the idea of a, of a public school that was a minimum level so that people get a minimum education so that they can then contribute to society. And it has worked in that when kids do get that level of education, they are less likely to be uh, criminal. They're le- less likely, more likely to contribute to their local society. Right. Educating people and keep, keep, keeping them healthy benefits all of us. Yeah. Also, that one woman tried to do that, didn't she? She lied on the uh, application and put a different zip code down for her kids so he could go to a better school, and then she ended up going to jail. Mm. Black woman. Yeah. I'm sure white people do that all the time. And oh, Hell, they do it for football. <laughs> yeah. People send their kids to oh, different- that's right. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. A bunch of rich people paid uh, their kids to get their SATs done, and they got two weeks in jail. I think that woman did seven years. Wow. I think Jeff makes a really good point. The range of what, quote, libertarians believe, end quote, mm. is as vast as the other parties. 
Um, I think that's a very good point. And I am not against libertarians. I think I don't I don't agree with some of the statements and some of the more extreme statements that some libertarians make. Um, but I understand where the idea is coming from. I just think that we need to libertarianism doesn't necessarily include a basic minimum level of living for mm. everybody in the country. And I think we need to have that. And if we and the reason I think we need to have that is it because it helps all of us. If we have a minimum level of education and a minimum level of of living, that you have a house and and an income, um, that it it prospers. Everybody prospers more. Agreed. And I I would like to know of a um, a country that has tried um, libertarianism and um, shown that it works. Oh, you brought that up before the before the show, and I I was going to do a little research. I'm not I'm not familiar with any, but. Um yeah, I would be curious if anybody else is. I mean, because we can point to you know socialist societies that are successful. I mean, you look at you know the, the, some of the you know the Sweden and Norway and such that they're you know, you're taxed at a fairly high rate, but in return th there is um, a decent level of support from the government. So I, I think those we can set we can say okay, they succeed that that model works. So I mean, let's, let's find a, a libertarian model that also works and compare them. But like under a libertarian model, how does firefighters work or road maintenance or yeah? What is the minimum basic that is covered? I don't know. And again, I think to Jeff's point, there is a variety. There is a variety. You know, a, a, there's different levels for different libertarians. It's a range. Yeah, the range. Yes. Thank you. That's the word I'm trying to find. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so, like I said, I didn't want to turn that into an argument. I just wanted to make sure that you know. Different, different things that I want to make sure I was clear on my thoughts and that I didn't misstate anything. So I want to move on to some more, uh, some more Trump stuff. We kind of, I think we kind of hit about this a little bit last Friday night. Mm -hmm. Trump did a complete. Well, they're calling it a Friday night massacre. Uh, the postmaster general, due to reorganization of the postal service, and basically, uh, well, it was a hiring freeze, and then eliminated. 23 executives in the U.S. Postal Service. This is seen, now I don't have all the details, but there's an article on Slate that goes into some of the details. It, it's basically seen as an attack on the postal system. There, there are already massive problems in the postal system with trucks leaving their their uh, stations without having any mail in them because there's they haven't been processing the mail they haven't been able to get to all the processing the mail. Like they're they're way further behind than they ever have been. Right. Well, the one thing that they 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 cut out all overtime, and they said if you get to the end of your shift and you haven't delivered all the mail, that's okay. Just leave it on the dock, pick it up tomorrow, and deliver it tomorrow. So they're slowing down the delivery of mail. So the first day of that jacks everything up for the for every other day afterwards. Yeah, yeah. you're not catching up. <laughs> So, this is this is normal mail time. <laughs> so by the time November third gets here, um, yeah, things are going to be fucked up. And uh, gee, mm -hmm. I wonder why he's doing this. I mean, part of the reason, one of the stated reason they're doing it is because the post office loses money. It has been for a while. But the reason that they lose money is because they are required to pre-fund retirement for all of their employees, which no other government organization has to do. So they are designed to fail. I think ultimately the Republican Party wants to get rid of the United States Postal Service because we have UPS and we have FedEx. Why do yeah, they something? Want, they, want to, they want to privatize it. Right. Well, they'll privatize it, which is nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. Again, not knowing a big student of government in our country, the president can just 
fucking gut the post office and nobody can do anything about it. No, well, but I, the postmaster general can. And the postmaster yeah. general in this case. Who's appointed by Trump. Yeah, right? he was appointed by Trump. And you know what his qualifications were? Uh, he donated a lot of money to the Trump campaign. Yeah. He has no qualifications for being the postmaster general. Again, I, I still don't understand how this is possible. Like, there's um, no oh, voting on Mitch this. Mitch McConnell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Oh, was there an actual vote on this guy? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, they, you oh. don't have to vote. You can just, you can you can lie about his credentials, and then you can stonewall, and then if you try to bring charges, just say no charges. <sighs> We've been down this road so many times. It all lead, they all lead to... Apparently, an election that's no big deal, and we don't need to worry about. But I'm still feeling salty about our discussion earlier, so you could you could delete that if you want and move on. But you know these presidential races, whatever. It's just Trump. No big deal. He's not doing anything that is worse than any other guy that's ever been in there. <laughs> I've had that same conversation with some people. Yeah, like ten seconds ago. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Alpha, you've made an enemy. <laughs> That's not true. Alpha's a delight. <laughs> I missed seeing him this year. I wish COVID didn't exist. Uh, yeah, true story. And, and yeah, I can't even, at this point, I mean, it's one of the things I said, one of the reasons we, we wanted to do the Trump stuff on the podcast is so that we can keep track of everything. He's, I can't keep track. No, like, not impossible. It's, it's too much. It has been oh, so many things gutted and environmental rollbacks. I feel like he- he is applying the same formula as the Christian Blitz. Mm. Yeah. And it just overwhelms the the what we have in place, and you can't stop it. Well, it's like a swarm of locusts. <laughs> Again, it, there are people keeping track, because I do watch retrospective videos of things that have happened. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, forgot about that one, too. Oh, yeah, remember when he did that? Like, I don't think there's any plan behind it. It's just, hey, I keep doing things, and nobody stops me. So I just, I can, yeah, I can take it for a little bit further every time. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, so mail-in ballot's probably going to be a bomb. What can we do about that? Well, you're allowed to appoint the postmaster general. Oh, okay. Well, can you destroy it from within? Don't see why not. Nobody can stop you. <laughs> yeah. I saw something and I couldn't find the article. There was something about he wanted to triple the price of um, mail-in ballots. I can't, str- I can't stress this enough. If you can go and vote in person, do it. Or just know- get your mail-in ballot and drop it off. You can do that you too. You can drop them off. I dropped off mine on the day. <laughs> but- <laughs> yeah, we dropped off ours in advance. We just drove up to the, uh, I forget what the building's called, but we drove up uh, to Belfont and we just dropped it off. Like there is a slot. You just put it in there and it's immediately in their hands. Yep. So you don't you don't even have to bother with the, the postal service. And we got an email letter saying, hey, we got your ballot. Thank you. Yep. Awesome. Center County is good. I mean, they are trying. I mean, it's, I can't believe. Just and how quickly this country has fallen in such a short amount of time. It started off. It started off in retrospect slowly, but at the time it was outrageous. <laughs> but they've they've ramped it up. Yeah, I'm with Jared. It's three and a half years. It's lightning, yeah. lightning to topple a democracy. Yeah, who knew it yeah, could be I that mean, fast? And, and honestly, like, there's so many people to blame for this, but. Mm. <laughs> You know, even still, like, when, when when they report on something like this, they're like, well, yeah, he put this guy in, and yeah, he's a longtime donor, and he stopped this, and blah, 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 and they just say it with a straight face and, and move along, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's like, wait, what? What's happening? It's it's not one, I mean, I get it, you don't want to, you're supposed to be impartial, but just, and there are a few, but one person to go, you know why he's doing this, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
He's whatever, you know, he's, oh, the post office has been in shambles for years. The, the post office has like an 80% approval rating. Yeah. It's like the highest of any government institution. And not just approval rating, but I mean, how how often do you put something in the mail and go, well, I don't know if that's ever getting there. <laughs> that never yeah. happens. Right. Never. <laughs> right. It'll take a couple it's of days. Like but- you sh- <laughs> I, what, I, what, I think it's that's a amazing system. Yeah. Right. Because what's a stamp cost you? I don't even know. You got I got forever 30, stamps. Thirty cents. <laughs> yeah. I was. I assumed they were fifty, maybe seventy-five cents at this point. Yeah. But like, I just can't imagine putting something in an envelope, handing someone seventy-five cents, and being like, "Take this to California for me." <laughs> and they do. Yeah. And it gets there. Yep. Jesus Christ! Kevin Costner threw over a, a despot. <laughs> Just pretending to be a postman. <laughs> I knew Kevin Costner was coming into this conversation. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. I saw a great meme where they're like, with the climate change the way going it is and the polar ice caps melting and the post office getting gutted, I think we all owe Kevin Costner an apology. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm curious what's going to happen when, you know, the suburban housewives of the world, for lack of a better term, that's all I got, um, determining yeah, that oh, the there's a better Christmas- term. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> Determining that the hundred ha- um, Christmas cards that they send out this year are going to cost them a lot more money, and they're going to have to plan ahead. That's going to be a, an issue. Or, they're gonna, or they, they are being told that next year they're going to have to send them by UPS. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be renegade postmen out there. <laughs> Just like in the fucking postman. <laughs> and they're going to be liberals, and they're going to have to carry guns because crazy Trump supporters are going to shoot at them for fucking delivering the mail. <laughs> On time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll handle my street. <laughs> I'll go to put, give me everything for this fucking street right now. I'll think, fucking, I'll deliver it. I think they should just quadruple the cost of junk mail. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my car's full of that shit. <laughs> uh, one of the things that uh, Trump has done recently in the last week was he attacked Biden on his religion. So Trump actually said that Biden will take away your guns, destroy the Second Amendment, no religion, no anything, hurt the Bible, hurt God. He's against God. He's against guns. Does he know that Biden is a devout Christian, Catholic? And a, and a military vet? Yeah. <laughs> and his sons? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's got nothing. No, yeah. it just lies. that. I mean, right. there are things that are not good about Joe. I'm not going to go over them because I'm not giving anybody any ammo. But <laughs> there are things. And to just make up shit that isn't true. Like, I. <sighs> well, the thing is, the things that are true, though, aren't good arguments against for the base. Yeah, they're the kind of shit they want. Right. You're like, hey, what about that busting thing? They're all like, yeah, we'd like that back if we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, could you do that? Weirdly enough, Biden is a better candidate for his base than he is. <laughs> that, he is. I think I think that's true. Actually, he's more religious. He likes what they like. Got kids in the military. Yep. I don't know military though. He pushed uh, he pushed Obama on the whole accepting LGBTQ people. So, uh, so, so I, they don't sep- like that. They really seventy percent like of that. the country is okay with that. So is that going to be Trump's argument? He'd be like, this dude likes gay people. <laughs> 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 you going to vote for him? <laughs> I mean, 
You could try. There were discussions uh, responding to what's being said on Discord. There were discussions about uh, whether who pushed who, Obama (laughs) or uh, or Biden. But I think Biden. I think Biden. Oh Biden. I think Biden Biden is the one who came out uh, who came out first and said, "Yeah, people. You know, people LGBTQ should be treated equally under the law." Uh, Some some people think that might have been a gaffe that he wasn't supposed to say that yet. Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, who ca- who the fuck cares? It's all political. None of them really care about that shit. They just say whatever they need to say because it's the sign of the times. Mm. So don't don't think Joe Biden suddenly you know got clear eyed on gay people all of a sudden. Either he was or he wasn't. Well, <laughs> you I know? mean, I think I think people good people of good conscience can change their minds though and can learn over time. I mean, that we, is true. You, you can't apply the the Trump filter to things. He's a fucking moron. He's never going to learn anything. I think Biden is capable of learning and moving and changing. I think this these these litmus tests for politicians are bullshit. Well, there's no doubt Biden's a politician and <laughs> you know, they they know if they got to change. I mean, yeah. But he he can change and then support the things that are important to people. He's done it. I have no argument with that. He's changed yes, and evolved. And, and honestly, I don't care if it's in his heart or not. No. To be honest with you. For nope. all, if, if if he's like, hey, gay people have all the rights in the world, but I fucking hate them. Just don't okay. say it out loud. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we shouldn't shit on people for changing their minds. Exactly, Jeff. Yeah, people should change their minds when new evidence is presented. It's the scientific method. <laughs> yeah, I'm back on board with Oliver Stone. And I was against him for a while, and I loved him before that. Wait, what? <laughs> Not really back on board. I might buy his book. All I don't right. know. <laughs> He's had an interesting career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, another Trump crony that uh, made the news again. I think we talked about this last week. Falwell with his pants unzipped standing next to the uh, redhead woman. Yeah, um, such a disturbing picture. This? I think we talked about it. But he is uh, he is taking leave from Liberty University now uh, for an indefinite amount of time. He is uh, going to be no longer uh, – he's stepping away from being president and chancellor of the university. Doesn't he own it? Mm, I don't think so. So he just t- – wait, who started that college? His daddy. His dad. But I don't know that he started it with Falwell money. I think it was started as a uh, – you know, it, it has oh, a okay, board okay. of trustees. And Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. All right. I didn't know if it was like privately owned and they, he owned it. Yeah, I don't think so. But I they, guess I don't know the uh, the you know intricacies of the Liberty University financials. But <laughs> either way, I always felt Junior was a little too rock and roll for this role. <laughs> well, yeah. apparently like, that's I've true. Seen, <laughs> yeah, like he was just like, oh boy, I gotta fake it till I make it. Somebody still this. has to explain to me his uh, the the whole glass thing. He was holding a glass of dark liquid, and he he said. Don't worry, that's just black water. I was using it as a prop. Is he is he afraid of being caught with an alcoholic beverage that he's going to say that he was using black water? What, what the fuck is black water either? Like that's that has to be an on the spot thing because any normal person would go, it's iced tea. No, no, no. That was in his tweet or his Instagram post. Oh, is it? Oh, really? Yeah. Now part what of the part of this is why did he tweet the picture in the first place? <laughs> What is the matter with him? It was probably intended to go to a private group and went to his public group instead. That's my guess. Um, they were doing – supposedly it was a party. It was a costume party. Um, white trash. Did they serve black water? <laughs> yeah. I, it, it was a white trash party. Uh. Oh. <laughs> That's why he, she had the really super big red hair, although I'm not sure she doesn't wear it like that all the time. They're all cut, They're all white trash, but you know, Trailer Park Boys was it? Okay. Green says it was Trailer Park Boys. So maybe that's a- Themed black- party? Yeah. 
Yeah, something does seem fucky with Jerry Falwell Jr. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I know about that show is all the black water they drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Princeton, why did it just say it was a glass of Coke? I mean, Coca-Cola, it's a soda. It's just weird. And what was it? What do you? What is alcoholic that's black like that, other than like, Guinness? There's no way he was drinking Guinness. I'm just, no. I'm sorry. I can't believe it. <laughs> well, it was a rocks glass, first of all. That would just be a sin, but. Oh, I heard it. Was, wasn't it a plastic cup? Yeah, no, there you go. Jaeger. <laughs> Jaeger is that color. Oh my god, a big glass of Jaeger like that? <laughs> that, that, ain't, that ain't like a sip of liquor. <laughs> Kahlua, I suppose you could do Kahlua. Ugh. Then it was probably flat Coke and rum. <laughs> rum and Coke, sure. Yeah, and It's just weird. Yeah, very but yeah, weird. A, an interim president has been assigned, so this was not a um, stepping down for two weeks kind of deal. On, on the other hand, like, I'm glad this is happening to him mm. for the, uh, what is the German word, Freudenschatter? Or how do you say Scheidenfreud? Scheidenfreud, yeah, I love it. <laughs> on the other hand, what the, who the fuck cares? What, <laughs> like, is the picture that bad? It's, it's dumb. It's dumb, yeah. Well, I mean, it's because he holds himself up as holier than thou and the example of how people should behave. Right, but, I mean... It's not like he was sniffing a line of coke off a hooker's ass. I mean, not in the pictures. A, he, he was at a costume party. I mean, I'm just like, it's a dumb photo. It's a dumb party idea. Well, it, but when you're the morality police, acting immoral is is an error. <laughs> I still don't get how it's immoral, but I mean, I well, as it been isn't. demonstrated in the Discord, their <laughs> rules on alcohol are far more strict than I ever suspected. Mm. Apparently, you're not allowed to anyone who's who's uh, a member of Liberty University, student, faculty, staff. You're not allowed to drink. It doesn't matter whether or not you're on campus. You're just you're not supposed to drink. Why not? I mean, the, the, Jesus turned water into wine. Why can't they have a drink of wine? Also, by the text on this, I don't think this was meant to go to a private group. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see it. Well, in that case, he was drunk and made an oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> And the woman, that's not his wife with him, right? No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> He's, his hand is awfully high. <laughs> Her pants are awfully low. <laughs> so is his. Awfully low. God, man, I want to be rich one day, just live like a rich person, see what they do, because be like, hey, let's have a party where we all dress like poor fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> let's drink, give me a glass of black water. That's what they drink, right? <laughs> poor people. Jesus would have hated them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on to some coronavirus stuff real quick. Um, a neck gaiter. Do you know what mm. a neck gaiter is? I didn't. I do. Very, very popular well, around my, my area. Okay, well, apparently it, it is popular because it's lightweight. Uh, you can breathe through it more easily. It's not as uh, you know stifling as a mask. Uh, so there was a study. Uh, the Washington Post has an article on it. Neck gaiters are really, really bad and should not mm. be worn as masks to prevent uh coronavirus transmission so they actually determined according to the study that wearing a neck gaiter is worse than not wearing a mask does it take someone explain to me what a neck gaiter is so it is uh, a well maybe ian could i don't know right um imagine i don't know imagine if uh, like like do you know what an infinity scarf is no Uh, it's just a scarf that's a complete loop. There's several pictures in Discord right now. They, go, they picked the same picture. That is hilarious. <laughs> so I, th- I think I would describe it as it's kind of like a mask, but it goes all the way down. Like it's a it's a long piece of cloth that goes around that's, your yeah, neck. That's, and that's, that's, a, that's, a, 
That's a neck gator. Yes. 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 I, okay. th- I think your ninja mask is actually gator-ish. Yeah, it's got like a collar at the bottom right. that you can tuck under your shirt, sort of. Yeah. So, but but my ninja mask does have netting, sort of like for breathing. Right now, it depends layers. on it depends on what the material is. That's why the, a lot of the neck gators are bad. Now, about apparently, most neck gators are made of a very lightweight cloth that doesn't have fine stitching, and the problem is it doesn't act well as a mask because so normally the reason a mask works is because the the particles of liquid of of water that that are exiting when you breathe or or speak are hitting the fibers of the mask and therefore not being transmitted out apparently the the material in the neck gaiters are is, is so fine but loose that it actually when the particles of of water hit the fiber it actually it doesn't stick but has a tendency to split the particles into multiple smaller particles of water and thus leave they leave more particles in the air longer than a typical so it doesn't, mask. It just, just, if, I mean, usually if you cough, um, it falls fairly quickly because it's nice big chunky particles. Yeah. But you go do it through a gator and it aerosolizes it instead. It hangs in the air. So, so it amplifies thanks, the thanks amount of- fucking neck gators. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Ian? It amplifies the amount of, like, I guess, you know, potential droplets. Yes. Potential COVID droplets that you're spraying into the air. Right. So, yeah. I don't know what it... I did also see. Yeah, I don't know what it it's does It's like a for... deep impact when they blew up the comet, and instead of blowing mm. it up, they made more smaller ones. <laughs> right. I, I don't... It is the deep impact of masks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what it does um, to... I mean, because a, a mask will protect you from other people's excretions. I don't know if, if it, it does any good with that, but as, as far as, you know, protecting other people from you, eh, not so much. That was really gross, Karen. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, as it turns out, humans are gross, so. Yeah, pretty True much. True story. Uh, there's a kind of a nasty article on businessinsider.com that talks about how experts no longer see seasonal coronavirus waves. Uh, more like, this is a quote, a forest fire looking for human wood to burn. Mm-hmm. Um, so the article basically describes that, yeah, waves probably isn't going to be a thing as much as we think. Uh, the waves are, are, they're more going to be just going from one section of the country or the world to one another. One peak to the next peak. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we'll have breakouts and, you know, it, in all the towns, it's just going to move around. Oh, man. <coughs> hey, from I'm what I understand you. here. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, <laughs> Oh, no, just um, probably what Jared's going to say. Uh, by, I would say, I assume October 1st, uh, it's just going to be, it's going to be glorious. <laughs> well, once everybody goes back to college and or school and they've had a month to get sick. Mm. Mm, oh. Magnifique. Well, listen to this. <laughs> and again, I can't 100% this, but from what I understand, the school district here, which is right down the road from my house, it's no hold barred. No holds barred. No. <laughs> as, oh, like no no requirements. We're all not just... doing a goddamn thing. Just come to nice. school. Nice. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> but interesting enough, though, to relate to you, your guys, I heard the Big Ten is doing no sports. No fall sports. Fall. That is true. Yep. That's amazing. I cannot believe that. I, I guess I can't believe it because mm. I don't understand how that's the bridge too far. <laughs> like college? Totally fine. Everyone will be good. College sports. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I that mean, is weird. If college sports are that dangerous, you shouldn't be going back to school. Mm. It is true. Pac-12 and Big Ten are both in agreement that there will be no 
uh, college athletics. Now, so, I know, but, but Penn State class wise is just opening up. What are they doing? They well, are limiting number of people in a room. They are distancing. They're taking a lot of the seats away or saying that you can't sit in them. They're having a lot of distance learning, um, a lot of remote sessions um, in the other campuses are doing. Uh, we, our network is actually expanding our wireless in parking lots. So if you've ever been to other campuses like in New Kensington or McKeesport, you drive up and you sit in the parking lot and you will be able to have wireless while you're there. So you can go to your class in the building, but then you can immediately go back to your car and isolate while you work on things or do or do. Oh my god, that's fucking awesome! I would have loved that. If I was doing that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, and that well, that's just good. And again, that that sheds more light on why there's a line to be drawn there because that's not you know packing fifty thousand people into a stadium. Yeah. That's not crowding everybody into the forum. Yeah, do, do you still use rec hall? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, do. volleyball and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but is that the issue, the stadiums? Because, no. I mean, like, can't they hold the games without the stadium? Yeah, but. Without people. There's the whole, but the problem with that, though, is that people will tailgate. Oh. Yeah, Do you prevent sure. them from tailgating? That'd be a giant fight. And then, well, yeah, right, the so stadiums let, close down. Any don't don't go into the parking lot. So if you do, you let some people into the stadium because you could do like twenty five percent. Who do you let in? Do you let in the people? That no, no, give no. You, you don't let money? in any. You don't, don't let in anybody. Yeah, but that's yeah, a, you let in the rich people, the season ticket holders. They get in the cardboard cutouts. Yeah, do that. <laughs> and there's the argument about well, uh, somebody said to me today at work, well, we, they should put the football players in a bubble. It's like no, no, no. football players have to learn. They have to go to class. <laughs> oh, They're please, not those here football just to play players football. are. They're already in a fucking bubble over there, unless things have changed. They really mostly are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I think the for, for Penn State, the turnaround was that uh, so they've had kids on campus. The, the athletes have been back on campus for, I don't know, about a month now. And already eight of them or nine of them have come down with COVID. Yeah, I heard it was nine. Nine. I'm really, really shocked by this, though, considering the money involved with college sports that, that, that like Ian said, like – yeah. We'll allow classes, but no, not the super moneymaker, that one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a huge hit to athletics. I mean, athletics is self-funding. They don't – none of the money that comes in from athletics goes to the university. I mean, some of it does for infrastructure and stuff, but for the most part, it, it stays within athletics. So shutting down all the fall athletics – and to be clear, they're attempting to figure out if maybe somehow they can do it in the spring. So Yeah, because I feel right. like, at least from my experience, like – a lot of that town relies on that football. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it'll it'll be fine for one go round, but mm. you know, well, so- it could turn into any other town in Pennsylvania if they <laughs> if it's a permanent situation. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, th- yeah. There's a bunch of hotels that are going to take a big hit. Hopefully, the you know money they got from the federal paid roll protection program will let them write it out. But some of them make half of their money for the year on six days a year. Yeah, I mean, will anybody think of the poor beer distributors? (laughs) (laughs) Think how many kegs are going to go unsold. Yeah. But yeah, I guess as far as the university goes, um, I have no reason to see. Like, again, I would not feel even remotely surprised if it is a temporary financial move. Like, hey, we're, we're coming back. Everybody's coming back to class. We've taken all these measures for safety. You come back. They get your tuition. They get you to a point in the semester where they you don't have to refund your trip, your your uh, tuition and your housing, and then they go, "Okay, school's closed. We're going to do it all remote." <laughs> well, they've already said you. They've already told people you're not coming back after Thanksgiving. That's the cutoff already. So the last month of um, college, including finals, will be done from home. Really? Yep. That's <laughs> baked in. Yeah. 
So yeah, you just have to open it up long enough to get the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's a business. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole bunch. There's a whole town that depends on the university functioning. So yeah, you guys are monsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, a few more things about uh, COVID-19. Vitamin D. There was a uh, study done. Uh, this study in particular was uh, a disappointment that uh, vitamin D supplements do nothing to reduce the risk of depression. Apparently, there We're was some about. sort of, of thing saying that it, it does. But uh, I think the study was probably flawed. Uh, not this study, but the previous one who said that the that if you the higher your vitamin D is, the less you are likely you are to be depressed. It's probably the the more you are out and about and in the sun, the less likely you are to be suffering from depression. It's not the other <laughs> yeah, way. Around. Well, I thought it was melatonin was like the big thing for depression. And, yeah, yeah, I think that's yes. true. As a person who's been in and out of therapy for depression for fucking 25 years, no one ever told me to take vitamin D. Well, well you should take it anyway if you don't get in the sun because it'll pr- it, it improves the health of your immune system. <laughs> Fuck that shit, Karen. You should see my skin. I don't have a fucking wrinkle and I'm 45 years <laughs> old and I smoke. <laughs> now, I know that this could go away on a day's fucking notice. I'm going to wake up one morning and be like, holy <laughs> shit, it's all falling apart. Yeah. But part of it, I swear, is due to the fact that I am completely antisocial and don't go out in the sun. Now, I would disagree with your statement. I don't think that people should take vitamin D unless they have a deficiency in vitamin D. I take vitamin D every now and then, really intermittent because I'm really bad at scheduling things. But um, I do it because I was deficient in vitamin D. Like, I don't – your normal vitamin D is measured at like a 35. That's low. I was at like a 7. So I I was low on vitamin D. But I don't think otherwise you should just take uh, vitamin supplements unless, you know, you have a reason to. Well, sure. I take I take potassium and uh, magnesium because I have low numbers of that. Yeah. See, if you have low numbers, then absolutely. I, I mean, you can go to Quest Diagnostics and for, I think, $70, they will tell you what your vitamin D level is in like 24 hours. So there are multiple studies that say that um, a low vitamin D level corresponds to people that have a poor outcome from COVID. That is true. Yes. Cause or effect? Nah, it's too early to tell. But there is a there is a correlation there. Exactly. Go see a therapist. <laughs> Go get your vitamin D checked and take it if you're if you're low. <laughs> um, another article uh, from NBC. Uh, that says that the works on hydroxychloroquine delayed the studies on convalescent plasma. Mm. So if I remember correctly, convalescent plasma is the using plasma from somebody who has uh, had antibodies. the, yeah. the COVID-19 and they have the antibodies and you take their plasma and you insert that plasma into somebody who is dealing with the virus and it causes the antibodies in their plasma to work and help your system uh, for a short period of time. Helps your body what recognize it. What the fuck it. is plasma? It's the I only I know it as plasma. Plasma? Yeah, Jesus, please. Is, is this something different than plasma? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm missing something, but mm. I thought we talked about that last week. Trump called it plasma yeah. multiple times. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. With like four A's. Trump went to- <laughs> plasma. Yo, semi, it's called plasma. <laughs> plasma. Yo, semi. Trump Trump went to Saratech all those years ago <laughs> to sell his plasma. <laughs> On a side note, Karen, I know what plasma is. A couple other things. Uh, The U.S. is not alone in Canada 
23% of people in Quebec surveyed think that the uh, coronavirus was made in a lab on purpose. And 35% think that the government is hiding things about the virus from them. Goddamn Frenchies. So it's not just, uh, you know, stupid rednecks in America. There's there's stupid people everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I love on Facebook, man. The other number one thing is say, just wait till November 4th when COVID-19 goes away. That it was all instituted to make the Democrats win. And I'm like, and we got all these other countries to agree to it and fake false numbers and like, <laughs> like yeah. it was this big global conspiracy. Yeah, like, I mean, the the whole idea that we didn't land on the moon, They I saw a thing that said that 411,000 people were involved. You're telling me that 411,000 people have never broken the secret, have never like come out and showed evidence? Have, that conspiracy theory is a little crazy when you need 400,000 people to agree on this. <laughs> right. And and no right. one, no one, no one's breaking on their death. You can't a new movie to come out without spoilers. <laughs> right. Yeah. No one's breaking on their deathbed on that one. <laughs> and yet the the COVID nineteen is a is a hoax. How many millions of people would that take? Yeah. <laughs> and countries that don't like each other to all agree to this, <laughs> including North Korea. <laughs> yeah. Why does Russia want <laughs> Joe Biden to win? I thought they were all on board with Trump. No, hey, speaking of Russia. Are. Oh yeah. Did you hear about their? Uh, they have the cure, oh, yeah. or they have the vaccine. That was next on my list. They um, called it Sputnik Five because man, they can't get over Sputnik. They were the first at something once. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. Do that. <laughs> Harsh <Sweet> Russian burn. <laughs> it is hilarious. They're like, "Hey, we're gonna rub it in and name it after something." We got that first. We got this. <laughs> so Moscow says that they have the first uh, vaccine for COVID nineteen. Um, they're not sharing, so we can't verify. But Putin said, of course we do, and it works very well. I know this because one of my daughters has taken it. Did you know that we don't know how many children he has? It's well, not public knowledge. I know that we don't actually know how many children he had, because I'm pretty sure he can have sex with anybody he wants in that country. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but officially, we don't know how many children he has. That's, that is a little weird. It is. What's the theory behind that? Privacy? Like why, what, yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know who's going to ask him. <laughs> you don't ask questions around that, man. True. He didn't put them all in position of power? <laughs> no, he didn't. Or does he all does he, all his kids are Tiffany's to him? I think at this point we know of two daughters. One who's a physician and I forget what other. They were talking about it on CNN earlier yeah, today. One, but one is a pretty high level uh, physician. The Again, does anybody believe this shit? That I believe a, they have a vaccine? Well, I believe that they have a vaccine. Whether or not yes. it has any, you know, real effects, it probably has some effects. Is it better than 50%? Probably not. No. Well, there was a report a while ago that people that are doing studies have been repeatedly attacked by Russia and China. I mean, people that are trying to come up with vaccines, they're trying to steal them. So maybe they just stole one. Well, I heard too that whatever vaccine he has hasn't passed some test of it. Phase three so trials. Like, yeah. Phase three yeah. trials are the ones where you give it to thousands of people who are likely to be exposed to COVID and see if it protects them and then check and make sure that it doesn't kill them. And they're just skipping that. So they went from, you know, tens of people to, hey, everybody gets one. <laughs> and the problem is, is that phase one, phase two trials are usually with controlled populations. So it's, you know, men between the age of 20 and 40. Or don't have any underlying disease. That's your control group. So let's just give it to anybody. It'll be fine. <laughs> I gave it to my fake daughter. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, he didn't even specify which daughter it was. Mm-mm. Like, we know of two. The one's a physician. The other one's some sort of dance acrobatics professional. Mm. I don't... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I, I, did, I remember seeing one's her What's a physician dance. and the other one is Black Widow? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Well, Black Widow's cover, yes. <laughs> I'm guessing it's the physician that has it, because that, that is... Fairly typical, I think, in Russia, in that you know the the physicians will do things first. Well, I don't know about that. I think the military does things first because well, in the one story I heard, <laughs> they actually pulled in a bunch of people in the military and went, "Hey, you're getting a vaccine, yeah. so uh, you know, let us know how that works out for you." But again, it's a it's a it's a control population. It's it's young people, relatively healthy, in you know, in good physical shape, who you control. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, that's all. That's all I've got. I actually couldn't find a funny story this week, so I don't have any final story. <laughs> uh, does anybody uh, have? Well, anything it, else? It, it it could be that Russia. It's pretty official that Russia's meddling in our election again. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and of course, the response is, "Yeah, who cares?" <laughs> Did you see that the um, the president or prime minister? I don't remember which it is of Lebanon and his cabinet all resigned. No. Yeah, there's some insanity going on over there. Yeah, yeah. after the explosion. People in the street, yeah. They just all resigned? They just yeah. resigned. Yep. Wow. So, do, I don't, what What am I to think from that information? I, Is it less of an accident than I was told? I don't think so. I think they just went, look, yeah, we shouldn't have let that happen. Here's our yeah. resignation. I mean, it's still what? it's probably an accident. You can't have elected officials taking responsibility <laughs> for things. I know, it's strange. That's crazy. But... Yeah, they, it was something... That, it was something about what they were storing there, right? And uh, they're like, "You let this happen, so you got to go." Yeah, they well, they stored twenty seven hundred tons of ammonium, ammonium nitrate. nitrate. Didn't you say it was like ammonium nitrate? Yeah, or something? ammonium yeah. nitrate, which is the fertilizer like bomb. next to a fireworks factory or something. <laughs> yeah, some crazy. It's been there for it was something crazy. Like they that. later been there put for seven fireworks years. in the same warehouse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a joke. No. No. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I guess it could be worse in another country. <laughs> the other thing yeah. that's very strange about Lebanon is, and, and this was something that Karen found, that, so the president has to be Christian. Mm. The vice president has to be, I forget which way it is, uh, I think it's Sunni, Sunni? Muslim, and yeah. the, 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 the head of the Congress has to be uh, Shia. Shia Muslim. By law. By law. They, they have to be that religion. That's wacky. Yeah. But balanced. I don't understand. <laughs> it's a weird forced balance, but... Right. Okay. Wow. So first you're telling me that they're taking responsibility for screwing up, and now you're telling me that they like to see their people equally represented? Not quite equally, but at least represented. <laughs> well, I mean, at least at least three groups. That's one extra group. Yeah. <laughs> That's one more group than we have. Good for them. It's true. It's, it's odd. And I never knew it's, that. It's Yeah. All right. Does anybody have anything else? Negative. No. <laughs> well, that's going to be it for this week. I want to thank our patrons for joining us here live and supporting the podcast. Do appreciate it. If you enjoy the podcast, you could join them by signing up on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash profanearg. If you can't sign up, uh, you could still share the podcast on social media or leave a review on iTunes. Uh, if you'd like to contact us again, you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or tweet at profanearg. Uh, also, I'd like to encourage you to check out the shows on the soon-to-be-named network, of which we are a member. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com will find all of the various podcasts for your listening pleasure. I uh, want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. 
This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.